Hi folks, thank you so much for downloading this episode of a work in progress D&D podcast, a creative experiment of sorts. I'd like to mention that this podcast is not for children. Now, why don't we jump into this adventure? Hi folks, welcome back to our podcast, a work in progress D&D podcast. We are the three brothers who do this and first brother is i am sean i play alex arcadius the artificer armorer human third brother is brother ryan plays pine decidery paladin of agents second brother is me everyone else your dungeon master today because we're going to a dungeon look it happened Yay! so at least that's the plan i'm hoping that happens today we'll see what these two decide so without further ado why don't we just hop right into it let's go Why don't we do a little recap? So, last time on our podcast, our heroes had finally defeated the evil Father Preston, who was apparently trying to more or less sow sorts of chaos and destruction in the Green Duchy with creating the plague, distributing the plague, and then also making the Duke sick. And essentially try and some sort of grab of power it seemed and even discovered some sort of secret door thing underneath the keep our heroes handily defeated him opened up strange secret door to find essentially some sort of maybe a war room or some sort of just meeting room for some ancient order of knights that I guess had created four artifacts based on the four sort of elements of fire, air, earth, and water. Turns out one of these artifacts is located in a, I guess, temple or something of sorts relatively nearby where they are. So after some discussion and also raiding of Father Preston's uh, personal chambers and discovering a mirror that somehow revealed that some shadowy cabal or something is behind something going on along with retrieving Alex, one of Alex's family heirlooms as well as finding out that Pine's uh, uh, mentor. mentor is also somehow part of this. But that was the end of the first arc of our story. We now start the second arc of our story. So, once again, 
we find our characters in the green duchy they are i guess at the moment potentially prepping for their next adventure which is to head back out to the farm area uh that they protected from said bullet what feels like days ago because nearby is where this artifact temple thing seems to reside somehow so i will say alex pine is there anything you two would like to do prior to like going and like going off on this quest this this next leg of your adventure to essentially search for this artifact of fire um so has it been like about a day like have we rested has it been some yeah time has passed since the ordeal with father preston yeah so i if if memory serves the last thing that we did in the last episode was you all had met like you did the father preston thing you uh or like went through his like you opened the door you went through his chambers found the mirror and you're chatting with um the green duke about like the next plan he was sort of charging you two with figuring out what was kind of what you know maybe figuring out what's going on Mm -hmm. and i think it was led off with the idea that you were going to go and investigate this temple that's is relatively nearby in terms of how soon after that meeting with him we can say it's been at least a day Mm -hmm. um if you're wondering about rolling for your uh your gray bag of holding uh or your gray your gray bag of tricks um yeah because i know you had the the winter wolf last time i did so if you want i don't know if you want to do anything prior to the starting of the next day uh or we just go right into the next day um or if there's any other planning you wanted to do before you take like uh before you start out the next day or i don't know how do you guys want how do you guys want to do it do you want to have like a full day of figuring out supplies and things or just like and such and then go off or what do you guys want to do uh i figured that after we had made that uh the plan to for what we were doing next we'd rest that day and then probably take a day to prep okay does that sound good alex yeah yeah that sounds good yeah okay you talking the in-game out game to me (laughs) yeah yeah okay so then yes why don't you roll for your next companion hold on give me a moment well you can go ahead and roll all right i'm ready it is a six so you reach in to your bag and as you're pulling this out and throwing it the feeling you get from this ball is odd because it's 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 a combination of both fur and feathers and as the ball goes and poofs into i think we said like it sort of magical smoke whatever you see there standing before you a certified owl bear oh yes so while you're shopping i guess or just planning for the next day you will have an owl bear hanging out with you because cool. you know who doesn't go shopping with their friendly owl bear in tow 
awesome. Is it like a regular sized owl bear? Yep. <laughs> it's a it's an owl bear. Yeah. yeah. So while it's... while I look this stuff up, Alex, you were. Yeah, Alex. Is there anything that you wanted to like prepare for um, uh, for the day? I'm decide... Or just like in in yeah, before you head out the next day. Well, first thing I want to do, I do want to see about getting some supplies, and ne- and the other thing, I kind of want to talk to Roma Owl Eye in private if I can. Oh, okay. Just decide what to do first. Um, yeah. Why don't we uh, why don't we do the whole you talking to Roma thing first? Okay. So. You head over to, like, Roma's tower area and such mm-hmm. um, and follow up, and you make it up to Roma's, like, tower. Um, and you knock on the door, and you hear, oh, come in, come in, as you enter. It is a – it's a bit of a mess because there was a sort of – you know, puppeted platinum uh, order um, uh, claw of justice in here that was trying to essentially destroy various things um, while you were all fighting Father Preston and Roma had to deal with them. Um, I'm just looking around. It's like, do you need help sorting this out? <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm quite all right, but thank you. It just, it's going to take a bit of time, especially with also needing to repair the uh the teleportation circle but and you look around and there's it's the best way i can describe it for for you is you know in the sword in the stone archimedes is like tower like the inside and it's a bit of a mess right it kind of looks like that like the the castle the castle tower not the wood the one in the woods. Yes, the the one where he's like doing all the hippity poppity vidi wappity and like where the he has like everything dancing yeah. around. It it kind of looks like that, um, a little bit more of a mess mainly okay. just because like whatever sort of fight was going on here, things are sort of trounced about. There are you see various like cages hanging, uh, like on the like ceiling being rafter beams, with some other different like owls. Uh, of sorts from like a snowy owl to like uh, a barn owl and other various owls in between and she says oh yes so alex please uh and she kind of uses a little magic to pull up like a chair to you and it's like please sit uh what would you like to oh. discuss uh well i may as well start with it and i reach into my armor coat and i pull out uh my amulet or the amulet. Right. I was wondering, do you know how father... Well, I guess in a way he wouldn't be considered a father anymore. Uh, do you know how Preston got this? I don't. I, I've i never even seen this before. Um, until you hmm. kind of showed it the other day. What is it? It's basically a pendant... Uh, not really a... Yeah, gotta get my words right. Pendant is different than an amulet. Uh, it's an amulet that was created. Uh, well, it's weird. I never really talked to about this same one, so it's kind of trying to get the words right here. But let's just say it's a it's a mem- memento. 
whatever. It's an amulet from a long-standing uh, dwarven tribe, or dwarven clan. And he's, I remember Preston saying that he needed this. I couldn't know if it was what was in the door, which we found out was just uh, like a war room. So I don't know what he needs this for. Is it? It's it's magical. Is it is what? is it a powerful magical item? Yes. Yes, very powerful. It could be that his need for it was simply to enhance his own power. Um, you said it belonged to uh, a dwarven clan. Yeah, and I'll. I really really want to say more about this because it could help me find what I'm looking for. It's just that I'm having a hard time with trusting at this point. Especially with uh, Preston and everything. It's... If if I may, I... I'm... If I, mm-hmm. if I may make a bit of a a guess, when you can conform, confirm mm-hmm. or deny, are you on sort of a personal quest to recover similar artifacts or similar magical items yeah hmm. that's basically why I'm on the why I'm out in the world right now I see in order to find these well this is the first time I've seen anything like this and I mean it definitely is very well crafted um would you mind if I inspected it a little bit? You can say no. Well, lead me to more clues, sure. All right. No, I, I, I think you should. Okay. She kind of... It's just inspecting, yeah, yes. She, you set it down like a little coffee table in between you. She, like, does essentially what you recognize as some sort of, like, identification spell. Okay. Which at least would give her... Which gives her, like, the knowledge of the properties of this amulet. Um... It also, mm-hmm. um, you watch as it sort of goes over and sort of like envelops the amulet, and she says, "Ah, hmm." Uh, and you you see uh, as you look at it as well the number that shown up on it before, uh, sort of the dwarven rune for the number eight. Yeah, I think it was eight. Yeah, I, I think so. Um. And she's like, well, I can definitely see why someone with magical aptitude would want this, as it essentially allows you to increase your own abilities to a step higher, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I see... Oh, here it is. Yeah, eight. I can also see that there's the dwarven rune for eight seems to have shown up and well now disappeared but i'm guessing there's at least eight uh similar artifacts or well at least that's what i have to guess seeing this rune um right well um yes unfortunately i do not know how father preston got his hands on this especially if it's a very important uh, artifact of sorts, yeah. um, but seems like my only 
if I had to take a guess, seems like my only clue were the people who were in the mirror. Yes, and unfortunately, I don't. I wish we could figure out more about that. If only it weren't broken or something. But right, once something's magic is broken out, it takes a lot to try and put it back together. Especially, you would need the same person who made it. Ah, well. Well, I appreciate you coming to me and asking about this. I wish I had more answers for you. Well, it was actually nice to talk to someone without worrying about mistrust or whatever. So, thanks for Of course. Miss Ally. So. Alright, well, I gotta get ready for this mission. Yes, I'm very excited to see what you might find. Uh, whatever this temple or whatever this artifact is. So. Hmm. Yep. And I'll put the pendant back on. Or amulet. Eh. He knows myself. <laughs> put it back on. Put it mm-hmm. in my armor. And then get ready. Go and get ready to shop. Okay. Mm. Um. Do you guys want to do the shopping together? Um. I, uh, yeah. That, so here. Before we do the shopping part. Pine, was there anything else you wanted to do prior to shopping? Nope. No? Okay. Then why don't you both head down to the Emerald Square to do some shopping? I guess to make it sort of slightly easy, um, what exactly are you two looking for? Pine was interested in looking for some possibly like lightly enchanted armor slightly enchanted armor that's gonna be hard here okay um (laughs) as um the only place here that is a um like a blacksmith of sorts uh the emerald forge Uh which is run by um a moth the half orc uh He doesn't really have any sort of, like, magical armor. It'd be a bit hard to find it. I mean, what sort of... Are you just looking for magical armor that would offer more protection? Yeah. Or... Okay. Like... If not, then they're... He'll have just, like, a look around with Alex and see if anything pops out uh, for his interest. Yeah. Um... Okay, so that's what you're looking for. Uh, Alex, what are you looking for? Uh, if anything, just like some healing potions. Healing potions? Okay. That could easily yep. uh, be found at Fern's Fineries. At least, like... You could probably... F- uh, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have you both roll... Um, hmm. How do I want to do this? You're going to kill us already? (laughs) (laughs) No. Rocks fall, everybody dies. Yeah. Mm. Well, here. Sean, why don't you roll a... Why don't you both... So you both find yourself at Fern's Fineries and kind of going through and searching through her um, collection, let's say. Um, Why don't you both roll me Perception or... Uh, 
or maybe even investigation. I'll probably roll in investigation because that's higher. I'll roll yeah. perception because that's higher. Okay, yeah, why don't we do that? Like it matters, I roll the one. <laughs> Plus one. <sighs> All right. Uh, Good to be back. Uh, seven, but plus seven is 14. 14. Okay. 14 uh, For you, Alex, you are able to find two minor healing potions. So basically like the minimum of like 2d4 plus four. They will cost about 50 okay. gold each. Um, okay. that's basically what you were able to find uh, with, uh, your 14. Um, just kind of going through, you walk okay. into Fern's Finery, she welcomes you back. Um, just to, like, take a look around, and you're able to f- basically kind of buried under some, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> kind of buried under some things. You're able to, like, find some surprisingly, you know, dust-covered potion bottles with, like, a similar red liquid. Um, she's like, well, I don't know how that got there, but, hey, if you're looking to buy it, I will sell it to you. Um, so, you can easily do that. Four... Okay. Four... Pine. Um... I just find a dusty shoe. Uh... (laughs) Give me a moment. Find a dusty bottle cap that fell on the ground a long, long time ago. Uh, hey, maybe polish it off. It'd be worth something. <laughs> As it is now, one copper. Dust it off, two. Yes. I meant it to look pr- more pristine. Five <laughs> copper. Polish it up a little bit. Spit polish. <laughs> Sorry, give me a moment. I'm trying to see if I can find something fun. Do 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 do. I say why bother, but then again, you did roll a natural one. <laughs> I know. Yep. I might as well look at my stuff here. Yeah, take your time. Look over your stuff. I know. I'm just kind of taking a moment. And I never cashed in my uh, my pearls, did I? No, you guys still have your pearls. Uh, you have yet to yeah. cash those in. Yeah. Um. Sorry. I okay. just like I'm just trying to find something fun. Mm. Oh, let's use this this way. Hmm. I was just looking through my notes and saw something that I should have asked you in our recap. <laughs> but oh well. Oh. Because I don't remember this moment at all, but apparently I wrote it down. What was it? What was it? It was. We had. It was after the bullet fight. We were tending to the dead, and in like I was helping with the pyre, and apparently I saw a figure in the pyre of like the pyre smoke, and it was bird-like. Was that supposed to be Father Preston? 
No. Or was that Roma? Nope. It was just okay. <laughs> Ryan, roll a D one hundred for me. Oh boy. Actually roll roll it twice and tell me what the numbers are. So the first is a eighty three. Okay. And the second is a fourteen. You find a jar. Okay. It looks like it has some sort of viscous liquid in it. Uh, what's the color? Uh, green. There you go. A, f- a fern. Uh, what? What is this? Hmm. She grabs it, kind of does the thing, like turns it, watches it sort of like slide, and just like as any sort of viscous liquid or substance, which is like, I don't know. <laughs> How much? You can take it. I don't think I want it in my shop. Okay. <laughs> All right, and I'll just bring the two healing potions up. And paid a hundred. All right, and All right. with that, Great. like right. Pine will just like walk out as Alex is paying for it, and just in the street, uncork it. Okay. Does he catch oh, a whiff of anything? It smells kind of sweet. Hmm. Stores it, and just <laughs> hangs out by the side door with hoots. With hoots, hoots, hoots. the owlbear. Hoots the owlbear. Hoots. Um, yeah. As you're like out okay. the hair. All right, so... Sorry, one second, Sean. As you're out there with Hoots, you definitely okay. see that there's a lot of people that are like been looking and like staring, and like lots of excited kids mm-hmm. are just kind of like trying to get close to Hoots, who is, I imagine, is just kind of sitting there. Yes. And it seems to just like be watching as like little kids have kind of come up and just like. Just, like, trying to get as close as they can and then running away as, like, Hoots, like, looks at them or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, kids being kids uh, playing yep. with Hoots. What were you going to say, Alex? Uh, I'm just making sure. So it's 100 gold total, and uh, minor healing potions do 2d4 plus 4. Uh, Sorry, 2d4 plus 2. 2, okay. Yeah. Okay, so that brings my total up to 3 because I have 1 left. And I thought I wrote it down, but I guess I did. Uh, I know I, I know we kind of got one different kind of pearl from the oysters. Whoops. You got one of each, so you got right. I got the common, technically the rare common one that took me forever. Yeah, let me. I just want to know how much that. I know, I'm looking it up right now. I, One sec. Okay. Uh, Sean, you got the white pearl, which is a hundred gold. Uh, okay. Then you had the black, and then someone got the black pearl, which is five hundred gold. I have and then the blue. Pearl. Yeah. Okay. I have and the black the blue, and the blue pearl. Yes, the blue, which was the one that I think um, Sir Edmund found. By by wild 
chance is a thousand gold. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Well, all right. I want to be sure how much that white pearl was. I know what I'm doing for tonight. Got it. <laughs> I'm going to make a homunculus servant. Ooh, Ooh. fun. All right. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, anything else you would like to do while in the green square? Um, or the emerald square? It takes, um, actually, it takes, like, a day or so to get to the farm, right? Yeah. Uh, about a day or so. Okay. Uh, depending on how quickly you ride and, um, and just, such. Just out of curiosity, Pine's gonna cast Detect Magic and see if that, uh, liquid's magical in any way. Okay. You cast Detect Magic and said liquid is not magical. Just pockets it again. Okay. Anything happened to just be magical within his vicinity since now he has it out, like on? Just um, <laughs> you just are kind of looking. You do see um oh uh what's what's his the. Uh, the the head librarian of the Pinecone, Fabian, is just kind of seems to be doing some some grocery shopping for the day, and you do get a slight like you know ping of some magic off of him. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, not much. Okay. Yeah. I'm good. All right, Alex. Uh, I was just gonna, like, cast, like, identify, so I was pulling on my goggles and checking the slime out. <laughs> oh, whatever, yeah. No. Whatever Pine has. It's, it's some strange, green, <laughs> sweet-smelling... Even magic cannot identify <laughs> what this thing is. Yep. Strange, green, and sweet-smelling. Right. I mean, does it surprise anyone that Pine is the one with the strange things? No, not the, at all. The one who still has one dried abyssal chicken foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Um, and th- well, if possible, I want to check on the um, the Steamhook Clan dwarves. <laughs> the yeah, absolutely. So, the yep. Steamhook Clan of dwarves who you were traveling with, the merchants. Um. Got Brocks, Nora, and Hobart. Uh, you find them at the Pickled Night, seeming to just be enjoying um, a nice later lunch. Brocks kind of sees like, Oh, hey, boys. How you doing? Been a while since we've seen you, but it seems like you two have been rather busy uh, helping out the, the Green Dutch with all sorts of stuff, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is Pine coming with us? Or, sure. I mean... Okay. Yeah. 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 And it turns out we may be doing a lot more than that. Ah. Or at least conti- or at least continuing to help out. Yes, I see. Got some got some plans coming along. Mm. Well, we're probably going to be heading out within like a day or so. Um I feel like maybe this is uh our time to say our goodbyes then. Because I feel like you two are off on some other. Uh, seems like you're. You're. 
futures are taking you in a different direction than us right now. We're just, you know, getting on yeah. with all of our supplies, selling where we can. You know, the merchant life. Yes. Right. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll find someone around here who probably can, uh, you know, protect a caravan of dwarves and a big old mechanical boar. Yeah. Although I'm yes. pretty sure Steam Racer can handle himself, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, ain't that the truth? Well, um, hey Alex, uh, come come help me with uh, get this second round of drinks real quick for me, all right? Hey, sure. Yeah, cool. Uh, as he's kind of walking with you, um, you Alex have been mainly with the Steamhoof Clan because they have a relationship with like your home. Right. Um, and as Brox is kind of walking over to like the bar with you, he kind of whispers like, uh, hey, just want to let you know, hope you're being safe, but uh, anything you want me to pass on to uh, family back home? We'll be making our way back to uh, that side in probably a couple weeks. Just want to know if you want me to pass on any information. As of right now, just say that there is, there's hope in this mission. I feel like I'm getting one step closer. I'll definitely pass that along. All right, All right now get these. <laughs> just like <laughs> puts a bunch of like beers oh. in your hand. It's like oh, stack them up. Stop. We might as well celebrate our last evening together. So come on, let's go. Yep. So you, uh, five, six. I don't know. Did 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 uh the Albert come in Hoots coming with you or no? I mean if we're having a drink for the last evening together, I feel like Hoots needs to at least be some part of it. Okay. Uh to the chagrin of the um to the uh the owner of the pickled knight, uh who as he starts to try and, you know, say no you can't bring a fucking owlbear into my establishment uh is when edmund <laughs> sir edmund she's like and starts essentially i won't go too much into it but it's like oh it's fine drinks for everybody <laughs> and just like it becomes a wonderful evening uh celebrating uh <laughs> don't, the don't worry of... barkeep we'll pay for his drinks too pine is mentioning hoots <laughs> uh yes <laughs> so you have a lovely like late afternoon early evening sort of celebration um with your previous traveling companions but as the night comes to a close uh alex you are going to craft yourself a little homunculus yep so tell me about your homunculus well just based on how i got it it's basically an oyster (laughs) A mechanical oyster with two arms coming out of the sides. And I think I would say I had an intoxicated moment during the party. Uh, it actually kind of has like a... Steam Razor was a warthog, right? Uh, Like a like a boar. Not so much warthog, but like a Well, basically, boar. it has like these weird like tusks, but they're kind of like, uh, like what you use for shucking oysters or shellfish. It's just... Yeah, they're like on the sides. Uh-huh. I like and, the idea and it of has Alex like just drunkenly making a Um Okay. And I'm deciding on this. It kind of has like these, uh, like in the back where like the oyster would like, like the folded section 
of like the oyster. The mm-hmm. I'm decide it's like in the prototype stage, and I couldn't decide if it has like these little like magic flusters or like little flapping wings. <laughs> so I I kind of did both. <laughs> so are you trying to picture my monstrosity? This thing is terrifying. <laughs> yeah, and I will so say it's an it does oyster with hands. Go on. <laughs> yeah, so it's, oyster it's with hands oyster... with two two tusks there in the shape of like a like shucking uh, knives as as like the like boar tusks. And when uh-huh. it opens up, and when it opens up, you can see like the the white pearl in it, the pearl inside, and yes. it has wings. It's kind of like a weird amalgamation of like magic jets, but it kind of also kind of like a wings that just like for aerodynamic kind of thing. Are they like so like it's basically like a jetpack on its back, like Valstrax wings? You know what? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so no feet, just no arms feet. and hands. Yeah, it's an. O- Hold on. I just, I need, first I need to look up an oyster real quick, just to, just so I can have this. You didn't mention it, but I am just picturing this thing with googly eyes. <laughs> I know that wasn't part of the design, but that's just how I'm seeing no. it. Okay, so it's an oyster. Yeah, I will say it it's like a, gi- it's not the size of an oyster, but it's like a giant oyster in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's, you know, probably about a, like... The size of my fist. Right. Right? Like, could sit on your... Could could stand on your shoulder? Yeah. Okay. And it has two oyster... Knives. (laughs) Sean, I don't know what this is. You've created a monstrosity, and I love it. And it has... Like, two arms. Two arms... What? Okay, real quick. So it has the two shucking knives as tusks. It has yeah. Valstrak-like. For anyone who doesn't, if, if for anyone who doesn't play Monster Hunter, Valstrak is like a big dragon, and its wings are basically jetpacks. Um, so it has Valstrak-like jetpack wings. Now I yes. need you to tell me, what do these arms and hands look like? Are they? Do they look like? regular human arms and hands no uh, it's just no they're well yeah they're uh you know just for the sake of argument they kind of look like uh if you look at the tasha's culture of everything you see like the dwarf alchemist with the homunculus servant they're basically like that but i would say more like thinner hold on let me look that up this has turned into yeah. a wild moment for this podcast yeah. let's just say i had this idea and then i got a little intoxicated it's like no this is better <laughs> yeah an oyster with arms and jetpack wings and tusks yes this is good god okay so like little mechanical yeah my god yeah i'll just say that's the only thing that looks normal okay. on this guy <laughs> so 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 does it look like a realistic oyster or is it like a little mechanical oyster it's a mechanical oyster yeah, this whole thing is mechanical. Okay. There's like, all right, yeah. So it's a yeah, little I'm mechanical saying... oyster with jetpack wings, tusks, and like robot arms. Yes. Yeah, I didn't use like an actual oyster or anything. It's just, it's just mechanical. 
I just used the oyster as like a basis. <laughs> as uh, yeah. I'm about to draw a pic. Well, fuck me. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, does this homunculus have a name? Shucker. Yep. Oh, you, I'm oh, waiting. Oh, I, I said. I don't know. I guess it didn't pick up. Shucker. Oh, no, we didn't pick it up. I. Shucker. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fine. Whatever. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I'm picturing something like this. And it's relatively close. <laughs> Although I imagine... Like, I, I'm thinking oh like God. the wings are a bit smaller, but... Yeah, it's relatively close. <laughs> right, but I just wanted to... In yeah. terms of like... Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, let's, you know what? Let's take a five. <laughs> I just, my brain needs hey, to reset. Hey, Eric, remember that comment about we could take it anywhere? <laughs> yep, we're taking it now. Yep. Or, All mean, right, folks, after this weird <laughs> moment, we're going to be right back. See you all in a bit. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hi, folks. Welcome to the mint break. Long time no see here. Whatever. I hope you are enjoying this episode. Uh, apologies for being gone so long. Day job uh, requires a lot of my time right now. And I just hope you're enjoying the new additions to the podcast. Name of the music in the opening. There also will be some new ending music. I hope you enjoy it too because I really like it. And... Uh, I will let you know as an update. We will be uh, a bit late on some of these episodes just due to the time commitment I have with my day job at the moment. So there will be episodes. They just are probably maybe later than I would like. But such is life. Anyway, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back, folks. Uh, I hope you have also had plenty of, probably not, uh, time to recover from Sean's <laughs> creation. creation. Yeah. So, you both, after creating what? Oh, okay. Do you need to get that? I think, yeah. Okay. I'll get that. I'll be right back. Okay. Well, while Sean is answering his doorbell, Hmm. uh, we will go on. We will get ready to start the next day. Ryan. Yes. Oh, too far down. Would you like to roll for the bag again? I would. Let's see what I get. Hold on. All right. Five. Another Five. new one. It is another new one. I'll wait till Sean gets back and then I can tell you uh, what <clears throat> it is you got. Oh boy. Uh huh. Okay. Sorry about that. It's all good. 
Uh, I, while you were gone, I had Ryan roll for his uh, his bag of tricks. Before we get okay. to that, though, I'll just say after you all kind of celebrate, you all wake up in the next morning ready to get going. Uh, you head down to the stables. You get your uh, horses. And just before you head off, Pine, you put your hand into the bag again, pull out uh, a fuzzy sphere, throw it as you throw it or as you kind of feel it. It definitely feels like it's fur. It has okay. a little bit of like a, uh, I'd say maybe like a like a coppery color to it. And as it poofs up, there before you is a blink dog. Ooh. Yep. So. So where are we at now? Displacer Beast, giant uh, label for giant. You've so, got. Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Got Dispy the Displacer Beast. We have the blank right. dog that just came out. We have Hoots the Owlbear. And then I did come mm-hmm. up with a name for the Winter Wolf. It is mm-hmm. Rhyme the Winter Wolf. Rhyme the Winter Wolf. Dispy, Hoots, Rhyme, and now you have this blank dog who we will name something. Which will get a name soon at some point. Well, no worries. So, you two. <laughs> oh excuse me so you uh head off blink dog in tow it's very happy it has a little bit of a a golden retriever sort of feel to it Uh uh-huh um and as it's like running it's blinking and doing all sorts of blink dog doggy stuff um Oh, I can speak to it in Sylvan. That's cool. That's cool. That's very cool. Uh, As you kind of ride on, you get to essentially the day point, which is just shy of the the farm that you defended against. So you find yourselves just kind of in the woods uh, nearby, Um, but it's late and the horses are tired. Um, So you set up uh camp uh that evening i don't know if there's anything you two would like to do before or discuss in this moment of tranquility camping um i will say i'm going to uh just another part of inspiration nothing weird i'm going to uh customize my shield and use my uh, other infusion uh-huh. Uh, artificer infusion to make a repulsion shield oh all right yep because now so now i'm a six level artificer so you can have three uh yeah infusions i'm pretty sure I... you can have three active at a time oh uh oh oh yeah that's true i have i have the because your bag is one your homunculus yeah, is, is one, one. I'm trying to remember where it's set. Yep, yep. Let me see. Oh, that was infusions. No. Uh. Oh yeah. Uh. Yeah. Infused, infused items, items three. three. Yeah. So I'll do that. Yeah. All right. Cool. 
All right, cool. So you have a repulsive repulsor shield. Yeah, yeah, repulsor shield. Cool. That's a so. that's a plus one to my AC. Nice. And it does a thing when you get attacked or something. Yeah, I think it. Yeah, I think it's only when I'm attacked that it activates. I can use it as a reaction. Got it. Yeah. While holding it, the wheeler can use a reaction immediately after being hit with a melee attack. Yeah. And then that's when got it. it's pushback function happens. Cool. All right. Cool. Yeah. Upon anything you uh, want to uh, um, do. Okay. Not. Not really. Okay. There's nothing Pine really has to prepare, so. Okay. He is also. Um, yeah. Then uh, the next day comes around. Ryan, if you'd like to roll again. Uh, the blink dog comes back. <laughs> All right, cool. So, he shall you got your blink dog back. Companion. Indeed, he shall. So, uh, based on the information that you uh, have, this temple is at least located slightly northeast of the town so you should be able to reach it within another day's ride um you'll be going past the town um so Mm -hmm. it'll be probably nightfall before you get or at least around sunset by the time that you reach the uh the location of where it should be okay so as you are Riding along, and the sun starts to get low. Can I have you guys make perception checks for me? Okay. Ooh, that's an eight. That's 19. 19. Uh, roll one for the blink dog, too, right? Uh, could he possibly be... Because he has keen senses or keen hearing and smell. Is it Advantage, not... yes. A... Okay. He's got to if he's trying to hear something. Yeah. And especially with the smell as well. Okay. Actually, it will work. Uh, yes, he has advantage on perception. He has better perception than I do. Well, that's if he rolls well. Which is a unnatural 20. Very nice. Uh, as you're kind of going, and you, you, your pace has slowed down a little bit just because it's starting to get a little darker. Um, and, like, while obviously you two, and I think maybe even the Blink Dog can see uh, in the dark, the horses cannot. So you've been kind of slowing can... down. Uh, but there's a moment where you watch. I was saying I can see. I, I use uh, Replicate Magic. I am for. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I couldn't remember if you were talking about me. Oh, wait. If you have the replicate magic item, Sean. So bag replicate magic oh. item. Oh, well, no, no, no. The bag, the bag of holding shield is and homunculus. That's four the things. The bag of holding is part of like the replicate magic item. Yeah. Oh, so okay. It's it's one of those things where yeah. you can pick a couple. All right. Um. Got it. Um. Well, either way. Um. As you are, like, going through the woods here... Actually, uh, Blink Dog does not have dark vision. 
Okay, well, never mind. Uh, but they're very aware of their surroundings, especially when you kind of see the blink dog is like a bit ahead of you and it stops. And Pine, you notice that it's like ears are going up and listening and it like, mm-hmm. and you can see it like smelling and it's, you kind of notice it's hackles start to raise up a little bit as in like warning of danger. And so like you also kind of get a little like jolted up and listening and you kind of hear what sounds like a combination of voices and like pops and sizzles um and a little bit um like the voices sound like occasionally get raised and heightened and then like calm down and then there's like little pops and sizzles in between the raises and things and it sounds like you can occasionally hear a thud um and it's sort of escalates and de-escalates and then it's it's sort of in this strange sort of like pattern of noise and um and it seems to be coming from sort of the direction you are headed um so so pine will unsheath his blades and say to alex eyes up something ahead i okay i shall wait to Uh, how do you wish to proceed Um, um, uh, hmm? uh, Alex, are you able to create some, some light? Some light? Uh, okay, um, I probably can. Yeah. And, um, I'm gonna, like... I wonder if I can do this. Mm, I'm gonna try to like get some blood to get like a little fire going, and then I'm gonna use my uh, ring of. Uh... Can I use like my ring of fire to make like a little fire, like a little fireball? Kind of. Can I do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a little torchlight. Like a little torchlight. Okay, so I'm gonna do that. Make a little lit. Mm-hmm. Use my. Bring to make like a little torch fire, and then, uh, what do you want me to do with it? Mm-hmm. I guess. Are you able try. to throw it? <laughs> no, not not in like a way that it would deal damage or anything. No, just like in the general like just direction, just to like lob it. No, mm. just so we could see like ahead of us. I. Maybe not so much, like, throw it, but I will say you can maybe have it, like, float, like, kind of like a Will-O-Wisp-esque, like, floaty flame. Because, like, isn't, there's a cantrip on the ring, right? Yeah, it's control fire, control flame. Can you? It's not like, it's not like produce flame. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, produce flame is where you can create it and chuck it. Uh, control flame is sort of, you have to, like, there already has to be fire available for you to sort of control and contort. Okay. Here's anything else to make a light. Um, hmm. Yeah, because I didn't use the light cantrip. Because that was only my pick. 
I'll say as you keep as you like are d- doing all this, you still hear sort of like the noise of like individuals. It seems like maybe cheering or something, and then it's just uh, while another side is just like ah, uh, like, pew pew, um, off in the distance still. Hmm. Um, you can kind of see a little bit of light through the trees of where you think it would be. Um, but yeah. Okay. So just if he's able to like, just control the fire, like with us, I think we're just going to pine and the blink dog are just going to steadily start to walk forward. Okay. Not you get off the horses and start walking forward. Yeah. Um, are you going stealthily or just going forward? Yeah, we'll do stealthily. Okay. Why don't you roll uh, some stealth checks for me? Alex, are you going with him or are you staying behind? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for Pine. That's an eight. <laughs> okay. Dog. That is a 11. <laughs> 11. Okay. So, as you start getting closer... You, like, kind of get through some bushes and are sort of starting to peer through. And uh, with the occasional pops and fizzles of what you can imagine is magic, you can see at the base of some sort of rather large hill is a group of about... Um, uh, how many... Uh, about six seven individuals all in various like size and shapes uh seemingly kicking around some sort of odd shaped ball uh they've got a little bit of a campfire that's sort of hitting a glow and you can see various like things on like a spit being roasted by like um one of these individuals and as like the pops and sizzles go off like flashes of light you can see before you um Make a perception check for me. Eleven. Eleven. You can see in the pops and sizzle lights and even a bit of the firelight as, like, the sun is going down. Um, what looks to be seven goblin-like creatures. Uh, like, Bogart-like goblins. Uh, and each in its own sort of strange various shape and size you can see uh three that seem to be on one team and the other uh are one is tall and thin the other sort of like short and round the other like kind of squat and square and the other three on the team one is like sort of triangular top heavy shape the other one is like uh bottom heavy triangle shape there's another one that's like tall and weirdly rectangular and then the sort of what you can tell is the tallest one with these like long spindly limbs is the one sort of like spinning like the spit over the fire uh and they seem to be like kicking around this strange ball uh of sorts and you can and you can just hear um uh they're like kind of chatting each other like you know it seems the big one that's rotating the spit seems to be like making um noises at them as they're like playing maybe he's like refereeing their game um and it's weird it kind it it doesn't make any sense 
because they're kicking the ball around, but then they're also, like, punching and kicking each other, so it's not... And then they're also, like, popping each other with magic, so it's almost like you could say some weird goblin form of rugby, um, except with, like, smaller teams, uh, as they seem to, like, be headbutting each other, like, you know, and then, like, kicking this ball or... But it's not even just, like, the ball isn't just, like, going into a goal. It's also just being hit at each other. So it's almost like a weird dodgeball thing, too. It, it kind of doesn't make sense. Um, yeah, and it's, a, and it's a very strange ball because it looks like it's it's circular in the center, but then it has these weird, like, pointed bits at the end. Uh, or at least, like, on, on, like, the opposite side. So, like, the ball's in the center and these weird, like, sort of floppy things jutting out at the sides of it. Hmm. So. One second. Yep. Oh, boy, this video quality. And he's gone. <laughs> and he's back. Nah, that's all right. Uh, hmm. Pine is just going to kind of pet the the blank dog and just be like I think it it's all right boy Let, let's head back to Alex and the horses as so, you head back uh you accidentally step on a twig uh-huh. that snaps uh and it snaps at a point where there's no popping or jeering or any sort of stuff and you get this strange sensation down the back of your spine as everything has gone weirdly quiet, uh, as you turn around and you can see um, the six goblins with all their varying sizes, like like the eyes staring at you in like mm-hmm. the glowing eyes of like cat like eyes, and then you can see the one that's like taller, sort of like get up and just like sort of look over with equally strange cat eyes, but with a grin that's sort of like toothy and shiny. It's like. Well, boys, it looks like we got a visitor. We'll find out who's hiding in the brushes. Come on out. You want to play? We'll teach you our game. Um, The rules are simple. I, uh, and Pine will, like, turn back around to them fully. Just... Not, I mean, I don't have a leash for the dog, so, like, uh-huh. pat it so he, like, stays close to me, like, on my heel. And we walk into the clearing and be like, Hi, I was just a weary tra- Also, I had put the swords away as well, so uh-huh. those aren't out. Uh, I'm just uh, passing through, just as a, a weary traveler. Uh, this game seems... Uh, confusing. I don't really know what you're doing. I've never seen anything like this before. What's You've never played... Oh, you want to know what it's called, huh? It's called Schfartball. As he kicks the ball towards you, and as it bounces and rolls towards you, you realize the ball they're playing with is the head of a Sfart. <laughs> it has been chopped off. It's still dripping a little bit of blood. And you then realize, as you look around, there's a couple dead... Uh, Sfart corpses nearby and you look over at the spit and it's rotating like arms and legs of Sfarts and it's just like oh 
this is a little fucked up. Um, so Sorry, I want you to. What are, so what? I need you. To, I'm gonna explain in a moment. I need you to roll a. Um, um, Sfart. Sfart. Uh, X X V A R T. Oh jeez. S. Okay. Yes, or, I know. Sfart. Sfarts. Yes. Yes. Uh, roll me a uh, nature arcana history. Any sort of. Um, <laughs> All of those are awful for me. Yeah. So. Well. Uh, let's go nature. <laughs> Even though that's a minus one. It's fine. Five. <laughs> Five. Um. I will say you know that in the world of fey creatures, goblins uh-huh. uh, and sfarts hate each other. Okay. Um, I will say you don't quite remember why. Why? Right. Um, but you know that they hate each other. Um, and um, the tall one goes... Hey, Wimple, Timple, Zimple, Vimple, Himple, and Bimple. Why don't you grab a, a log or something and get our guest a nice seat so we can teach him the game of smart ball? Come on down by the the fire well, so I can get a good look at your face. Well, actually, before we do that, if I were to be playing, we'd have an odd number of, of people. Oh, don't get clearly me into we this. to referee. <laughs> I what? Okay. <laughs> sorry, Sean. What happened? No, I I thought he was gonna get me into this. <laughs> oh, oh I am. <laughs> yeah, oh, go damn ahead. It. Go ahead, Pine. <laughs> so, and we clearly need you as a referee. I have another friend that I'm traveling with. I could bring them along, so we could have even teams. Ooh. And smart. so I, so I bring out uh the sending stone and say, <laughs> and say, Alex, it's. It's totally fine. It's just a couple friends here who want to teach us a game. Please uh, head over as soon as you can. What do you do, Alex? Are you sure you're not being tricked? I thought it'd be interesting. <laughs> and if so, who knows? We'll figure it out. Uh, fine, I'll be right there. I get off the horse. I at least put the bring the horses with us and at least find a place to mm-hmm. tie them safely. Yep. And then right. I walk right over. All right. Well, come on down by the fire so I can see your faces a little bit better. So as you go over with the tall one, it's like, my name is Gonk. Gonk. That tall, thin one over there, that's Wimple. That short, round one, that's Temple. Squat, square one, Zimple. Top, heavy, triangle-shaped one, that's Vimple. The bottom, heavy, triangle, that's Himple. And that tall, rectangular one, that's Bimple. And you two... I'm Pine. Pine. Wait a minute. I recognize that name. Oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. If you're Pine, then you must be Alex. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Uh. Hot dog, boys! These are the two. These are the two of them. I didn't think we'd run into them today, but these are the two of them. And like, what do you mean, boss? Yeah, what what you talking about, Gonk? What, what, huh? What? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what we got here, boys. We have the two 
folk who liberated one of the Goblin King's forts. Mm-hmm. From that nasty old Iron Hands. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Well, didn't think we'd uh, run into you two so soon. This is quite exciting, especially since we were just out here keeping a couple of Zvarts from stealing from uh, this old temple behind us, behind, buried beneath this hill. Wait, the temple's yeah. here. Hmm? The temple oh, is here. There's some like temple in this... I mean, I don't know. There's some temple buried beneath this hill. These farts trying to steal whatever's inside. And, well, that ain't right because it's not because they just take things and hide them away. But, you know, people go inside these things to get themselves some experience. And you know what? We, goblins, all about making sure people get to experience things because we love to experience things. Actually, in particular, you, Pine, you're also yes. the one if I'm not mistaken, who tricked a little, uh, funky little goblin under a bridge, eh? Oh. Uh, hmm? you, you heard about that. Uh, Ooh, are, are you yeah. friends with him? Oh, 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 friends is a fun term. We just appreciate a good prank. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. And everyone that. talks in goblin land. <laughs> so I must ask. Yes. Do you still have one of them abyssal chicken feet? In fact, I do. And Rum just a little bit. No, wait, no. Oh, uh. here it is. Oh, <gasps> he just kind of swipes it from his incredibly long arms. Like, boys, look at this. This. Bye. The Goblin King's Golden Throne. This is it. This is one of them things. Ah. Hilarious. <laughs> Gives it back to you. Like, we can appreciate a good prank. So, well, we'll make sure the Goblin King knows we ran into you and uh, let you know that uh, y'all are welcome at the Goblin King's castle anytime you find yourself back in the world of the Fae. Well, that's greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. Well, least we can do for the heroes that liberated the one of the Goblin King's border forts. We can move back into it soon. It's quite nice. That is quite nice. Well. So, the game. Oh, we don't got time for that. We got to <laughs> oh, get going. Okay. Ah, but maybe someday we'll teach us fart ball. So, all right, boys. Let's pack up. Let's head back home. And, uh, I imagine you two want to get inside that temple, huh? Uh, yes, that, that is our, our current objective, our quest. Great. Yep. The entrance is down the other side. Bye! Uh, <laughs> and he watches these goblins just, like, pack up their things and, like, scurry off and, like, just go into the woods and just seem to, like, magically, like, disappear. <laughs> All right. Is, is the, the, I'm guessing they took their spart spit. Uh yes. Okay. You watched as like uh the 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 short round one like picked it up with both hands and put it over his shoulder as like a sling and ran <laughs> off with it. A couple start picking up like some of the spark bodies and just like shucking them into the woods as they run off after them. Uh the one they were using as a ball, the head uh -huh. is still kind of there. Um uh -huh. 
And, uh, yeah, so, uh, there you go. Hmm. Well, uh, that was interesting. Uh, Alex. Yeah? Since it is getting dark, I don't know if you'd want to set up camp for the night and then explore the... The, the temple in the morning. Or... Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Honestly. Though I, All right. Though I am curious what this spark ball is. <laughs> and, well, it's like, uh, well, I mean, whatever game that they were playing had to do with this. <laughs> A spark head. It's, so, sparts, um, they're like blue goblin-like creatures maybe not entirely in like other versions of you know other people's games of D, but in this one they're basically like blue goblin creatures whereas like the other goblins are various different shades of like green okay. and, and that's other like colors green yeah they were more um goblins who you know the various like shades of different like green like green is relatively different shades of it is you know people see as like the common goblin color but they can range from all sorts of different colors except blue blue is the sparts and the sparts are essentially like uh the antithesis of goblin culture here uh as they are individuals who like to steal and hide away things at, whereas goblins are very much about sharing experiences, uh, like you know, smelling an and uh, an abyssal chicken foot and experiencing its hilarity, okay. um, <laughs> or having been used in such a hilarious way. Okay, and what were um, the goblins in? Uh, so Gonk was the head of the group. Um, then you have Wimple, uh, W I M P L E. Yeah. Then you have Timple, Vimple, Zimple, Himple, and Bimple. So you're just replacing the first letter with a T, a Z, a V, an H, and a B. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. All right. We're just going right. to camp. So, set up, set up camp. Absolutely. Tackle this temple in the morning. Yeah, so I think with that, you each set up, you set up your camp, and I think, uh, audience, we're going to uh, call this an episode, and we will see you all next time. Yay. Bye. Bye. Well, that concludes this 18th episode of our podcast. I hope you're just as excited as I am to see what the future holds for our players. If you like this episode, don't forget to like, rate, leave a review, share with a friend, or all the above helps us out. You can email us if you'd like at awipdndpodmail at gmail.com. That's spelled A-W-I-P-D-N-D-P-O-D-M-A-I-L at gmail.com. 
Once again, that is awipdndpodmail at gmail.com. Very excited to read whatever you might send our way. You can also follow us on Twitter at awipdndpod. And last but not least, thank you so much for listening. Thank you to my brothers for joining in this experiment. And an extra special thank you to my wife, Allie, for her constant support and advice. I have been Eric, and I hope you continue along with us on this adventure, both real and imaginary. Ta-ta for now. Wait, I know, I know what Sean's thing reminds me of now. What? Huh. Ryan. Sean, you haven't played Dark Souls, have you? No. Ryan, you know the clams in Dark Souls? Yes. That's all I gotta say. Yep. It's kind of like that, except, you except know, they obviously fly. Those, except they fly. <laughs> Does that make it ten times as scary? <laughs> yes, because those things suck.